Good day to you. My name is Craig Sefton. I'm Ben Gibson, and this is... Film Schmucks. So what's up? We're in episode two of Film Schmucks. Yeah, this is episode two. Um, luckily, this is the hardest episode that we are ever going to do. And I like how it's right at the very freaking beginning of this entire series, too. It's just like, hey, we're going to start Film a podcast. Three. Boom, hardest episode ever. And it's the hardest episode simply because this film is almost eight hours long, seven hours long. It's ridiculous. And it's insane. And when you think about, so we're talking about Les Vampires, came out, started coming out in 1915 through 1960. Hold on. When you say Les Vampires and coming out, we're not talking about lesbian vampires coming out. <laughs> that's a completely different film. That's that's on the hub, okay? Yeah, that, that comes out in 1990. <laughs> we're talking about 1915. I wonder if there is a and pornographic adaptation of this. Oh my gosh. Oh, be, I hope it's not seven hours long. Um, <laughs> I mean, even if it is, impressive. I would not make it through seven hours of that. I hardly made it through seven hours of this, let alone porn. I never make it through and, that and this, much of porn. And this is just, this is like, this is us being as like gung-ho early on to do seven hours. It started coming out in 1915 and finished coming out. That, it sounds so bad, but in 1916. It's the lesbian vampires, man. It was... <laughs> it's a process. It's a process of coming out. Well, you can't just, like, burst out of the closet and be like, hey, this is me. Accept it. I mean, you, you got to test the waters for those around you, right? I mean, if you burst out, that's totally cool. Be you. Fucking own it. But... I mean, that's scary to do that. You, you got you to gotta test the waters, make sure you're safe, and then make sure that you have the right people around you, and then boom, we're coming out. Les Vampires. This has come from like a list of the move, like films you should see before you die to snuff films to see before you die. <laughs> uh, I mean, we, we could start a whole new podcast. Huh. Thousand and one <laughs> pornos <laughs> to watch before you... Thousand and one pornos to fap to before you die. Oh no, that that would be like the after hour show. Like that's, you know, that's a paid subscription. <laughs> you, it's not for free. <laughs> but Les Vampires came out in, don't say it, uh, came out in 1915 to? <laughs> to 1916. And this is a French film. Um, this is directed by, all filmed around Paris, directed by Louis Fouilliade. Uh, which I have no idea if I ever made. I, I, I didn't do well in French class. And it is a silent film that came out in epi 10 episodes across those two years. Uh, 13th of November, 1915 to the 30th of June, 1916. And it is not about what you think. Definitely not. It is definitely not about lesbian vampires. <laughs> or vampires at all. At all. At all. Which, I was disappointed. I was like, we are yeah. definitely running into the 1915s version of Twilight. Nope. 
Not at no. all. Although I'm pretty it, sure it, Twilight it, might actually be longer the entire movie series. I'm not sure. No, actually, I it's four films and they're probably around 90 minutes. Is it only so four films? Shorter. I think it's more. I'm pretty sure. Isn't it more? Nah, I think I think it was four films because it was a trilogy of books and they made made the last book into two parts. I'm fucking googling so. this right now. That is fair. I will continue to explain this film, um, which is essentially uh, a silent crime serial film written and directed by Louis Fouliad, set in Paris. And, of course, this is happening during the First World War. So this kind of it plays into uh, a lot of the reasons why the film itself seems off in some areas. Uh, the set pieces were very, very quickly and cheaply put together simply because, obviously, done in a fast amount of time because there was an impending war going on. And, of course, resources were quite limited, including um, some of the actors. Now, the biggest thing about this film is being a silent crime uh, film over the course of seven hours just imagine watching a silent film for seven hours because we did that i'm sorry continue i'm bitter about this no <laughs> uh, it was the majority of our week uh or at least the majority of your night oh i um, had to pull an all-nighter i slept i think two hours just to get this done because i met didn't manage to fucking actually watch all any of it all week which it was terrible terrible i don't recommend watching a silent film on an all-nighter. It's not a fun experience. <laughs> Especially when you're having to read some of the some of the cards that come up. Yes. Which are you know, sometimes paragraphs, sometimes two words. Right. Um, Les Vampires is referring to, obviously in English is the vampires, is referring to a gang, uh, essentially. These are thieves that obviously prey on the weak and steal as much as they can. Um, and we start our journey into this movie very much uh, with a crime that has been committed, which is why we kept thinking there were vampires was a an associate of our main character, Felipe Garande. I, I have uh, no idea how you say it, like at all. Like I, I, <laughs> um, I, I tried to even just stay on top of people's names and remember their names just so I could associate their names with their face. No, I, I remember two people's names. That's it. That, that's fair. Also, that's fair. really quick um, before we get too far away from it, um, there was actually sure. five Twilight movies. Oh. And uh, the first one's two hours, six minutes, and then there's two hours, four minutes, two hours, 11 minutes, two, one hour, 55 minutes, and two hours and 18 minutes. I don't know if that's in the right order, but anyways, so we're looking at almost like 10 plus hours of film for hours. Twilight. For Twilight. And it has audio. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, and some, you know, like a little better color gradient, let's put it that yes, way. Yes, definitely. But okay, sorry. That aside, I just wanted to get that out of there before we got too far from it. But you're you're killing it with this information. I looked up like nothing. I just went opinion based uh, on this film. So thank you for hitting us with these facts. I appreciate that because I would not be doing this. I usually do it while watching the film. It's weird. You'll see me every so often. There'll be a question that comes up in my head, so I'll just go onto IMDb or go onto Wikipedia or something along those lines. So I do enjoy. But um, how did you up these facts. look up these facts while watching a silent film? Because as soon as you look away from the screen, you're no longer indulged in the film. 
That is true. I may just have a different skill set to a lot of people. <laughs> Maybe. Because I, I was trying to do some art in the side, right? Because I, I, I like to do art. So I was trying to like do some digital painting at the same time. And I have two screens like side by freaking side. And I was like trying to watch them both at the same time. I couldn't. Like I was losing so much track of the film just by doing art. I had to close it down in like 20 minutes. I'm like, I can't do this. And I had to backtrack. I had to keep my eyes glued to the screen to, to try and follow this one iota. Yeah, and and it does it does switch like directions and be, like being a, like a crime movie. There's information that you obviously have to keep track of mm-hmm. because things pivot so fast. And you know, I I, I personally I enjoyed this film. I yes, it not. was long. <laughs> I fucking hated yes. it. Yes, it was long, but at the same time, like, there is a full story arc that happens. There's uh, obviously characters that come and go. I I have a feeling because of the war that was going on at the time, the First World War, um, you know, there was a lot of things that were missed. Like, some of the continuity That's was true. a little amiss. Like, I think... I, was, I can understand that. Mm. My my first issue with this film, with this movie, yeah, it's not a movie. Yes, but it is though. But it's not. There's episodes. But it is, though. There's episodes. You go on Wikipedia; it lays it out in every episode detail. There's ten episodes. It even it says like starting this episode, and they each have a title. They're episodes. That is a series. That is not a movie. We're okay. on a, hundred, a thousand and one movies to watch before you die. Okay. So what would you call it? I'm, I'm about to throw this back at you. What would you call it? I, I would call it a series. A, a series, series of films. A series of films. Okay, with one continuous arc. Yes. Okay, hold on. I, I did a Google here. And okay. I mean, of course, <laughs> it's the internet. So therefore, this is the right answer. Um, but the first thing that comes up when you Google difference between a movie and a series is from difference between .net. So clearly they know their shit. The definition they have written out between a definition of the, of these two, a TV series are those that are based on concepts that sell at the moment. The other hand, movies talk about different things. I mean, that's very broad and are creative. Okay. I'm sure TV series can be creative too. Anyways. Um, when compared to movies, a TV series can be very boring and very long. A movie may run about two to three hours, but a TV series does not have any time schedule. This clearly does not have any time schedule. And there are episodes. Episodes. And it came out between 1915 and 1916, thus not all being released at once. Hmm. I'm also going to throw it a little bit farther here. Okay. Hold on. I I brought this up here. The invention of the television, September 7th, 1927. So several years after this film even came out. Film, quote, because it's a film. How many people do you think have seen this entire series when it came out together as a film? Silent. People probably saw episode one, two, maybe three, or seven and eight and that's it people don't have a tv and have access to just watch it at their home they're going to the theater to see it and not everyone's going to go unless you're like 
rich as fuck and you're just like dealing out cash left, right, and center and your butler's taking care of your kids at home, you're not seeing this whole thing, which means you're seeing it in parts, like a series, not a movie. Should we bring this up with Steven Schneider when, whenever we get him on the podcast? The guy who created We this should. Because <laughs> he's got to get on this podcast at one point. And I, I'm sorry, I have a... Not that this was terribly done. Not that this doesn't have a good story or anything, the acting or whatever. Not that I have any issue with any of that. My problem is there is no reason for a movie to have episodes and to be damn near eight hours long before the invention of the fucking television. <laughs> that is my quarrel. That is my quarrel. Just throwing that out there right now. I, I don't think I'm going to fight you on this because your logic is currently sound. Um, so I am going currently to... Sound. Currently sound. Currently <laughs> um, sound. So I, I think, I think I'm going to let you win this one until I come up with a better argument than being like... See, before this podcast, I said... I guarantee you, I will win this argument. And you <laughs> laughed in my face. And guess what? I just won this argument, Craig. Just throwing that out there. Well, you know what? You know, every war has its battles. So you may have won this battle, but yeah, this is the war here. <laughs> all right. All right. Bring it. Let, let's see what you got for this war. But let's talk about this series then. <laughs> The what? series. The series of films. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's what I would portray it as. So, like, a slight side note. If we were around in the 19, uh, like early 1900s, we would have never have seen this film. Not because it's French. No. But also because film at that time was, like, for the rich. And it was, yes. like, it's, it's crazy to think that. We would have never have seen this. A hundred years ago. And that's even my point. Even for the rich, how many of those select few people would have sat through theater to see all 10 episodes over the course of them coming out in that year span? I wonder, I wonder if it's, it, I mean, a lot of the films and series of this time uh, when they were recording them, they are in chunks of like at least... This, these episodes are in chunks of like 30 to an hour, which is very much like theater. So I wonder if <laughs> they did do kind of runnings um, of these films where you could oh, maybe. watch multiple like episodes and then there'd be an intermission in between. Like, I don't think the, the idea of a two-hour movie or a 90-minute to a two-hour movie came out until obviously years later when you know there's a lot of uh data points to say okay a person can sit down and watch this movie um yes. from start to finish so i think I'm, a lot of a lot of things were around theater basics i had some pop into my head here when you're when you were talking about this mm -hmm. um i wonder if cuz you you were kind of saying like if i understood what you were saying at the beginning there correctly like would they have done like plays of this at the same time is that kind of what you're getting at not plays no they would have they would have shown the film on screen okay, shown in the a film. theater um 
the each individual episodes and then had an intermission and then they would come back in and watch the next episode. Kind of. Okay, got you. I, when you said if they did like theater for it, I, I went to like actual live theater. Like if they would have come out with the film and then they would have been like theater play adaptations. I, I, I haven't done the research, clearly. I don't fucking know. But that would be kind of cool. If they did that, the thing that popped into my head was this episode was filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> That's just the first thing that came to my head. <laughs> this is the first, first, first version of a live studio audience, which, I mean, they could have done, to be honest, um, because everything's silent, so there was no audio recording, so it's not like you, could, yeah. you would have heard the audience applaud. Although <laughs> some of the set pieces... So what's really, really cool about this film is they do go outside this is filmed primarily in paris and they do go out and explore the city in different portions um not specifically Mm -hmm. like to explore paris but set piece wise so they do utilize the fact that they can take the audience outside which is i think back road here alley over there building this way mansion there like that sort of stuff. car chases um yes action sequences like um characters fighting on horses um it was kind of cool to see actually like being it was the first the first uh the first ever like train jump that i've seen in films because towards the end wait they they was there not a train jump in the last no, from was a there bridge. not a train jump on the last one? From a bridge, like they had a. Train oh, from bridge. Oh, okay. One. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, um, they had. Gotcha. A, they had. They I had a train getting, in the last one, which obviously is one of the biggest modes of transportation at that time. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Clearly, it's really yeah. Cool. I, I actually really enjoyed the indoor set pieces, though. For me, because like you said, this was like done cheaply. I did know that part. I did do minute amount of research and I didn't know that part but it was well done for, mm. for for the budget that they had um a bit of my background is I do I used to do a lot of cosplay like I was a cosplay competitor I did prop pieces all that sort of stuff I like got heavy into doing these pieces and looking through the set I could I could pick out some fake stuff that they did really well and I can almost guarantee you didn't even notice like doors and stuff, for example, you know how you have like that 3D paneling on doors? Yeah. Those were painted. Those were flat and painted. Yeah. Like was- they did so good on them. And I was like, holy shit. Like I, I really had to look and pay attention to notice that that was a flat painted piece and not an actual three-dimensional door. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they would have to open the door before you even notice because as soon as they closed it, it was like, oh, okay, that looks like a door. When they open it, yeah. it's like this just flat piece of uh, canvas that's basically opening and closing. It was really, really cool. Really well done. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, and they had, I'm sure they reused props and pieces constantly. But they, they did, yes. like their sets were changing like infinite amounts. I can't imagine the different combinations they had put together for their props and sets, but it was incredible. It's just like this room's different, that room's different, this dungeon, this stairwell, like holy shit they did Mm. such a good job on that that is my by far the thing that i love most about this was the indoor sets although i do appreciate them taking their themselves outdoors the indoor sets was the biggest part of this film for me Mm -hmm. i think i think film series film Film series series. (laughs) you're you're, uh you're back to 
you're you're betraying yourself at this point. Um, I think what really... I will I will call it a film from here on out. <laughs> okay. Because it, it is just makes it technically in a whole. It is a film. Right. It is a film because it is on film. So therefore, technically, it is film. Is it a movie? I disagree with that. Fair. I will never call this a movie. I will call it a film. All right. Okay. <laughs> I think I think what was really impressive for me, um, because I started doing kind of the research maybe after um, the third or fourth installment, and <laughs> it turns out the beginning of this so just to give a bit of a story base for this it's based on a gang called the vampires and our main character is a reporter and his sidekick who actually turned out to be one of the vampires early on but because of you know a debt that needed to be paid they ended up becoming friends and it's just their running ins with the vampires and the reporters trying to stop this gang in Paris. Um, Mm -hmm. And obviously the vampires are trying to stop the reporter from, you know, achieving his goals and stuff along those lines. And then there's a myriad of characters like the grand vampire, the grand inquisitor of the vampires. Uh, There's a, there's a, like a, uh, an opposing gang to the vampires. Um, Right. It took me so long to catch on to that, by the way. I was just, I wasn't sure who these guys were. I thought that maybe they were like part of the reporters or the police or whatever. It took mm. me so long to realize that they were actually an opposing gang. I think they had to physically. Maybe I missed a title card. I don't know. But yeah, they physically had to say a title card uh, before I realized yeah. it. Um, so I, I, I said, could have missed that title card, but I know I was way behind on that. That's fair. Um, so yeah, so this entire uh, film series is uh, essentially just a crime of like trying <laughs> to get yeah <laughs> trying to get this gang um and what i what i the biggest thing that i found in my research was the first few episodes were primarily improvised the story was actually primarily improvised it wasn't until the later episodes that they really started to script it now Really? You're, you're kind of wondering how can they improvise film because obviously you've, they've got a camera. I'm assuming the director said, okay, these are our set pieces. This is where I want the – like this is what I want to happen in the story. And then they, he let the actors go. Like so they just wow. figured out the scene together, um, which I think is why everything was so – centered around individual rooms and it was very long shots in rooms whereas in the later episodes we do go outside we have car chases things move a lot faster in the later episodes Mm -hmm. and build up to this big climax at the end um but yeah i do like how you're calling them later episodes though just to further (laughs) clarify it's a series You're not going to let this die on this episode. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> oh, no. No, I will not. So that, that's, that's... Just a- like this is an episode of our podcast, <laughs> not like this is the episode of our fucking movie, because it's not a movie. It's a podcast. Uh, it's an episode in our movie of our life. Oh, my gosh. Munchie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sad. Oh, my God. Andrew, <laughs> why won't you... Pants me. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to throw that one out there. 
You can tell this. You oh. can tell this movie has really um, thrown us for a loop because I, be, I woke up maybe a half hour, an hour before this podcast. Ben's on hour thirty-two because of this movie. It's oh, and I had two of those like great big resealable like Monster Energy drinks, and I've got a coffee that's beside me. That hey, there's still a sip left actually. Hey, there we go. I finished my coffee already. I'm like kind of sad about I'm it. also on beer number two. <laughs> See, like this movie has thrown us for an entire loop. Um, this film series, film series has oh thrown us for God. an entire loop. <laughs> now, the obviously when we started watching um, this, it, we were thinking, okay, vampires. Which they do allude to quite a yes. bit. Like with, as you had mentioned, I don't know, on the podcast or prior to the podcast, like with the makeup, like dark eyes. Um, there yes, are they images do. of vampires but, or bats throughout. Yeah. They, they never say anything about like the, what's the, the word I'm looking for? The um, mythology of vampires. There's nothing really ever said about that mythology and like the creature that is a vampire. Yeah, it's yeah. just that these people are the vampires, yeah, and no that's it. The only imagery you, we see, like you say, are the bats, and the bats are. I think the only time we ever see a bat is on stage because one of the main main individuals here, the main character, Irma Vep, is is an actress, a play actress, and she's up on stage dressed as a bat, and she's going to be like. She is a vampire in their their mythology there on stage because she's dressed up as a bat and she's like gonna pretend to like bite someone, but then mm. shit goes down. But, I, w- I will I will correct you on that. Imagery. Irma Vepa isn't isn't she's not the one who plays the bat because uh, the the bat on stage gets killed. Irma Vepa is kind of like a dancer as well, uh, being a gymnast from the Howling Cat, mm-hmm. um, which is one of the things. Um, it's kind of her introduction is she's on stage, but then later on she actually um, helps in the assistance of the assassination of somebody dressed as a bat. Sorry, that was semantic. Don't worry oh. about it. Don't worry about gotcha, it. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, okay. But, oh, there is But yeah, anyways, more... you see an in... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, that's all thing. good. There is also one more symbol of a bat that is in, I think, either the second to last or the last episode when they're trying to kill the main character um, where they put gas in through a door and they stick the symbol of a bat to the door. But mm. that's, but they're, they don't hone in on, they don't play up the fact that, you know, the vampires, they don't play up on that. It's a gang essentially. Yeah. Well, the, the gang adapts the vampire mystique. That's all you see about vampires. Mm, Anyone chasing them or anything, they never mention the fact on them being a legitimate, like, creature of the night. It's just they're a a band of thieves. Yeah. And then the band of thieves has adapted that mystique. That's it. Yeah. And Which disappointed me, and it took me far too long to realize that there was no actual vampires in this film. I think it genuinely (laughs) took me to episode, like, four or three, and that's, like, two hours in. (laughs) Yep. So. Well, because, like, they had, like, that black, like, eyeliner and under-eye makeup and shit, and, like, they mm-hmm. were pale. Like, I was waiting for them to, like, at one point, like, all of a sudden come out with their teeth and, like, start biting people or something. And I'm just, eventually it hit me. I'm like, no, they're they're just, they're just bad people. people. They're just, they're just bandits. Yeah. 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 Um, but all in all, like, this film, 
uh, I think is actually like for for the time that it was made during the First World War was really well done. Like story wise, it was it was exciting. Um, some drawn out parts. I really enjoyed the Mazamet character, the comic relief. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of always playing with the audience or playing with the camera, being like, you know, comically at, like himself. Um, they they chose a good individual to play him too, because he was he was uh, not only did he have like a goofy like aesthetic about him, but he kind of had like a goofy look, like a little bit of a bigger nose and a balding skinny guy, a little older. Like it, it worked well. Yeah, thin, lean, kind of like like uh, clumsy. Um, yeah. Which well, that I, clumsy though that that's that's all up to his acting though. That's totally. his body language showing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so a lot, which, a, a compared, lot of the. Oops, sorry, go on. Comparatively to the films that we saw before where there was, like, just clowning and that was their comic relief, and I don't think they even really meant to do comic relief in those other ones. Um, and we're only up, like, 10 years here um, from those films that we watched previously to these yeah. ones. We actually see, like, the evolution of acting in film, and he is actually playing up that, that character really, really well, in my opinion. I think he did a great job. Yeah, and this was the first film in this list that we can really see the actors and we can see what they're doing on stage. The other ones, like, the actors are too far away. It's not very clear. Like, you can't see yeah. their emotions. Um, and and also, not that dramatic, I'm shot in the back and going to spin around three times <laughs> and fall to my death. Uh. Which, they do do that in this film. They do the dramatic, like, death scenes. It's so... It's, they do. It's funny to watch. Did you actually notice when people generally die, they die and they still stand up? They're still standing when they die? <laughs> yeah. Arms in the air, just, like, twirl around, like, no, you got me. Oh, gosh. And then they get down on, like, a knee and then the other knee and then squirm around a little bit on... on the floor well there were no there was actual times where someone is dead and they're still standing up dead i didn't i think it was that. like episode two or three for the one scene specific that i can think of um when mazmat actually like because he was originally part of the vampires right yes and he was like oh you know i i told you i owe you my life and you know i stick to my word and he lets the main character go yes and then they do that swap right and so the other dude is now in the mask and tied up all they do is they tie him up and they take the rope from his hands. They just put it on a hook on the wall. Yeah. But so then he gets shot and he does this. He just head goes over and he dies and he's just standing there. Yeah. But isn't that because he's just standing to the there? Wall? No, if you, like if you the, look, I, they're, they're, it's, it's like a little coat hanger hook, just a little hook. <laughs> but also realize and this it's is not, a film he, made in World War One, where like the production I know. budget is not that high. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not... <laughs> saying this is a bad thing. I just think it's funny is all. That's but th- there's no stress on the hook. There's complete slack in line, and he's just standing there, just dead, just standing. Yeah. Weight all on his legs, just standing there dead. It's hilarious. And, and in, like, speaking of that, like, including... They haven't figured out the storytelling of film quite yet, because... Um, They've evolved a lot and gotten a lot better, though. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But it, there was one one specific scene that I can remember of um, the main character's fiance, who's about to get attacked through her, like her window, is the 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 vampire who's like looking in through the window is like looking right at her, and you can see kind of 
the window is right next to the bed and the fiance is you know pretending to be asleep and it yep. goes from one shot of him the vampire in the window looking at her and <laughs> her you know trying pretending to be asleep knowing they're there wide opening their eyes and being like looking at them it's almost it's like in my head i'm like you're looking right at each other at this point and you know yep the it doesn't make any sense story-wise but like that is you know, it got its point across it did, which it is really important did. and yeah, they're all but, theater actors. but yeah there's so like yeah they got to make it. Well, I mean, everyone's obvious. theater actors at this point. There's no, there's no film actors really because film is well still so very new. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm sure there are film specific actors, but they're they're 99.9 percent based off of theater acting. Yeah, they all learned theater stuff. Um, yeah. Because because obviously we're not going to say this is the third film ever made. The the director and writer <laughs> of this film specifically has done these types of films prior to Les Vampires. Yeah. Yeah. So winding it all up, what did you think of the thing as a whole? The story, whatever you want to say, whatever you, whatever points you think, what do you think of Les Vampires as a whole? Personally, I really enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the character developments, especially um, our two main characters because they have an entire story. Both of them, are getting married or either married or getting married by the end of the whole thing. Like they have an entire story arc, which is super exciting based around this gang. Um, the story itself, very exciting to me because they do being a crime, um, film, they do a lot of small things that are like, Oh, how, how are they going to play into this? in either the next scene or whichever. And some of it takes me by surprise. Like there's uh, something with a, uh, like a needle in a glove where you see the bad guy put on this glove and poke a needle through it in the palm of his hand. And he uses that to paralyze his victims. You didn't know that prior to it happening on in front of you. And then he does it one more time, and you're like, oh, no, this is our main character that he's going to do it to. We know exactly what's going to happen. How are they going to escalate? So overall, I think I'm, I'm giving this movie a 7 out of 10 for me because it is incredible. Like, for me, being a French film, being story-wise, character-based, I love this film. It's long. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but... I, if, I if we're going straight to ratings here, man, I, I, you're not going to like my rating. I don't think anyone's going to like my rating. Not that oh. this was a bad, bad. Not that it was terribly. If you're done. hanging your it rating was... based on the fact that it's a series and not a film, this podcast okay, is going to be I'm, very short, my friend. <laughs> okay, what I'm going to rate my my rating on here? What I'm going to rate my rating on? Anyone want to rate my ratings? Feel free to rate them. <laughs> <laughs> and let me know how you rate my ratings throughout this series. <laughs> uh, no, how, how I'm hanging my rating up here is going to be, this was filmed in 1915 to 1916. It's a series of 45 minute, give it on average per episode, right. 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. Only the rich can see it. Yeah. It's meant for the rich, 100%. 
how many of those rich people actually got to see every episode? Uh, probably very few. So you're talking about now not even the 1% of the population. You're now talking about the 1% of the 1% who got to see this. Yeah. Or the people so who got out the, of the war effort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're talking about the very, very few people got to see this for the amount of story that there is involved in this because it's back and forth, back and forth. So many different things happening all in like, you can take five minute clip of any moment of this and you have like three or four different climactic moments yeah, big in like moments. 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's just, it's so everywhere. Not that it wasn't well-written. It was just so everywhere for attention. It was so many people are going to ever be able to see this before the invention of the television. It, it had no business being as long as it was. Whether it's a film or a series, right. in my opinion, it has no business being as long as it was. And it was really hard to pay attention to. I'm sure it might have been different back in the day. I did enjoy the set props or the set and the props. I did enjoy the acting. I did enjoy the story. But the length, regardless of movie or series, it had no business being as long as it was, in my opinion. Okay. Because no one's going to ever watch that. Even today, only idiots are going to watch it today, a.k.a. you and me. <laughs> no, not only idiots. That was a joke. That was schmucks, a joke. Schmucks. Only people who are really involved in... <laughs> schmucks, yeah. Only people who are really involved in wanting to watch film are ever going to watch this. That's and they're fair. only going to watch it because it's held at such high standards. But I don't understand why it's held at such high standards. So I think it is way overrated and way too long for that. I am giving it a 4 out of 10. Oh, okay. It's a little more than I thought you were going to give it. <laughs> I am being generous. Okay. I was wanting to go lower, but I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to be terrible to this. I'm going four <laughs> to 10. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I think it's very interesting. So like looking at our current ratings right now, um, I feel like we should have the liberty of going back and like changing them comparatively oh totally totally or, i already want to change my other ones oh really or it's like no this is solid and we just leave it and then but then i have a feeling i'm gonna give a lot of nines and eights but this is a, definitely a seven <laughs> ten for me yeah but hey that's no, the, definitely not for me yeah <laughs> this is this is why we're doing this this is why um like being something that we can do that potentially can help other people like learn more about film and the history of film is really, really kind of like the cornerstone. And also this is fun for us because we both are cinephiles and we do want to know kind of like where our love of film came from because a lot of... Exactly. Because uh, what's actually very interesting, Les Vampires, um, and this is just going off of uh, some of the research I did, a lot of the tips and tri or a lot of the tips and tricks of the filmmaking in this film was adopted by Alfred Hitchcock. So what we're oh, cool. what we're now going to be able to see is the develop of film and being like, oh, I see what they did there because that's from 1915 in a movie yeah. from 1960. So yeah, this Alfred is cool. Hitchcock. He's introduced lesbian vampires. Clearly, <laughs> that's from Les Vampires. <laughs> No, that's Alfred Cock. There's no like <laughs> Alfred his cock. Alfred his cock. Oh my gosh. Please tell me there's some form of parody with Alfred his cock. I really hope. I really hope so too. I don't want to watch it. I'm not oh, looking at it. I kinda wanna watch it. 
<laughs> Someone look it up and tell us what's what's out there for Alfred Hiscock. I'm I'm genuinely curious, but I'm terrified to do it myself. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so yeah. I think uh, this is going to be really. This is the longest film I think in this entire list. So I'm glad we got it out of the way now. I'm surprised we actually managed to get it done in one episode. And in the time we've managed, we we did we did a good job. We did a good job. We both deserve a pat on the back for this one. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely patting myself. Yeah. <laughs> and that that's patting, not fapping. <laughs> Lesbian vampires. Oh my gosh. <laughs> how are how are we taking something so like pure and like in film history and just making it sexual? Like I mean, it's les vampires. All we have to do is say bien. And it's <sighs> I know, it, it, it wrote itself. It, it really did. It, yeah, it literally hands itself to us. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and if you have any thoughts on the film, if you want to check it out, we are going to be um, releasing this list with uh, links and stuff at some point. Um, and you could go and watch this film, films, episode of films yourself and, you know, interact with us. Or you could just take our word for it with, uh, with what we've got going on here on Film Schmucks. Because, hey, we're not historians. We're not... Film scholars, we're just schmucks. We're just schmucks. That's that's literally our title, right? Our our, our motto now. We're just schmucks. We're I'm just schmucks. It down. Yeah, yeah. So if, if if we said anything that's wrong, like we probably did, we and probably we probably did. said a lot of wrong things. <laughs> probably mostly me. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I mean, that's okay. I'm, I'm going off of Wikipedia. So how correct that is, I don't know. <laughs> So all that being said, man, I'm I'm really really happy this this film's over. Yeah. This film series. Film series is over. I'm, I'm gonna let you have it. I'm gonna let you have it at this point. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it I'm is. I mean, if any if anyone wants to prove me wrong that it is a movie and not a series, See, it's not a feel free. Movie. I I it's a film. But it's on a movie list. Damn it. You're right. You're right. Oh. Just saying. You're right. If anyone wants to prove me wrong, feel free to message us over us on our Instagram at filmschmucks on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Craig, do you want to drop the, uh, the bit of the bomb on everyone on what you literally purchased before this episode was recorded? We have Like the moments website. before we were supposed to start recording. We have the website, filmschmucks.com. We don't. It's not live. We don't know when it's going to be live. It might be live when this drops. We don't know. Go check it out. Filmschmucks.com. <laughs> we have the domain. We don't have a website. Right. Even close. We have the domain name. Once again, you're right. <laughs> this episode. Am I ever wrong? <laughs> it happened once. I was four. <laughs> and that was... It- and it was not a fart. It was not a fart. Okay. Uh Yes, so we do have the domain, filmschmucks.com, which we will be hosting the list itself, as well as the entire movie list that we at least have, as well as where you can actually go watch at least these beginning films on YouTube. Because these beginning films, yeah, they're on YouTube and stuff. Once we get into other ones like Disney or something, because I know Snow White is like in 1930s. It's on this list. It's not going to be on YouTube. 
No. You're going to have to have Disney Plus or DVD or something to go watch totally. it, for example. So. Yeah, but we'll also have a we'll link. We'll figure it out. We'll have a link to that. In but it will be on our website. Exactly, exactly. And we don't know what else is going to be on that website, so if you have any ideas, but at the same time, keep an eye on it because there'll be some fun stuff on there for you. 100%. Do we have an outro yet? Did we figure out an outro? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it could be just the same as the intro. My name is Craig Sefton. I'm Ben Gibson, and this is Film Schmucks. <laughs>